And as always, when we all stage, simply thank you. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Enoch's Heating and Air, Confidence Barbershop, and Pandemonium Coffee. And welcome back, everybody, to Pandemonium Podcast. Man, I've been gone for a <clears throat> for a good while. Sorry about sorry about my voice. My allergies have been really bad, so if you hear my voice crack every now and then, don't make fun of me. Be patient with me. Yeah, it's allergy season right now. If you live in the Central Valley, I think why you know what I guess pretty much anywhere. But if you live in the Central Valley, you know the struggle that it is to live here when allergy season starts. It's absolutely horrible. But uh, man, guys, welcome back. And uh, you know what I've. I think this is like my second hiatus <laughs> that I come back from, or maybe the third. Man, I take more vacations than the president of the United States, not just the one that's in the in the house right now. For some reason, it seems that the presidents take vacations at the wrong times, right? Or or politicians in general. Ted Cruz. <clears throat> what? Um. <laughs> oh man, I'm already I'm already starting off. I'm. I- I'm going to get in trouble because of that. Whatever. I don't care. Here we go. Guys, welcome back. Really do appreciate you guys being here. What an awkward start. But, uh, man, it's so good to be back. I've been really busy. Really, really busy. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He's like, hey, man, I see you're, uh, you're bringing back the podcast. I was like, yeah, you know what? I miss talking. I really do. I miss it so much. Um, it's a part of me. Now, am I the best speaker? No. Am I the best podcaster? No. You know, and I, I do this just because I, I love to talk. If you know me, you know how much I love to talk. Matter of fact, I have one friend who uh, calls me an audiobook because I talk a lot. Uh, and if my friend is happening to be listening, whatever. <laughs> I do talk a lot, especially when I'm caffeinated. But yeah, I, I miss I missed talking. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I need to make time for this because this is important to me. Um, for anybody who might listen, this is important to me. I love to talk. I love to share ideas. I think anybody who knows me knows that I love this. Matter of fact, uh, when was it? This Oh, yeah, this past Sunday, I got together with some family. And, you know, I guess they get together once a month and we discuss theology, politics, any topic that comes up. But it's mostly centered around, you know, theology, Christianity, and, you know, asking some very important questions. And to me, that was such a beautiful thing because I love to have great conversations. And you know what? Believe it or not, I enjoyed it even more because I didn't get to talk a lot. I, I did get to talk. They gave me, you know, they gave me the floor a little bit and I got to share some ideas and explain some things and uh, ask some questions. But for the most part, I, I sat there and it was just listening. And I mean, it was it was wonderful because I love when we can get together and discuss great ideas, even if there was some disagreements. There was, but that was beautiful. I loved it so much. And I think this is one thing that I've been able to enjoy so much about podcasting, that there are some topics that I've touched on that some people who have listened have disagreed and, you know, they sent me messages and we have been able to have conversations about them. This this is why I do this, to be able to share ideas. And if we do disagree, hey, let's talk. And you know what? Maybe we're not going to agree. Maybe we're not going to be on the same page. But at the end of the conversation, we can still be friends. That, this is why I love podcasting. This is why I love it. So, yeah, guys, I'm back. <laughs> and you, like I said, I've I just been really busy. Um, 
I work at Starbucks now, and that has been keeping me extremely busy. So much so that sometimes I joke around that I feel like all I do is like work and sleep. <laughs> uh, my schedule is very, um, it's a very early schedule, which I love. I love it. I love the people that I work with. Um, but, you know, I, I worked dur during the holidays and that was just extremely busy. And uh, these past couple of months have been a little stressful because there have been people who have gotten sick with COVID. I have had to isolate twice because I worked with two two co-workers who, you know, who were uh, COVID positive and they didn't know at the time. So I had to isolate for a bit, but, you know, never got it. So I feel really good. Um, but if COVID doesn't take us out, <laughs> these allergies will. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've been so busy. And like I said, I just... I got to the point where I was like, I missed it so much and I have to make time for it. So guys, here I am. Today's episode, may maybe the title's going to intrigue some of you guys. So <laughs> here we go. I currently find myself right now in a very awkward situation, which tends to happen a lot in my life. Sometimes I, I have dug my own grave, which I'm going to talk about that, give you guys two examples. And, you know, sometimes I, I get myself in some very awkward situations and I know that it's my fault. Sometimes it hasn't been me. Sometimes it's been just life happening or people. But, you know, for the most part, I, I can really say that it's that it's my fault. I have dug my own grave. I've put myself in those very uncomfortable, weird situations. What is it, you may ask? So I, I'm going to talk a little bit about it and going to get a little bit more deeper into it uh, as we progress with today's episode that once more is brought to you by Enoch Tainer, Confidence Barbershop and Pandemonium Coffee. If you need your air conditioner fixed, if you need a fresh cut, hit me up. You need some coffee, hit me up. I can definitely refer you to these great companies. Just holler at your boy. Um, here's the situation. So recently there's someone who, you know, we had talked a little bit and then we kind of like disconnected for, for a while um, and I know, you know, we kind of wanted to work together in ministry. For those that don't know, I, you know, I, I love to preach. I love to, you know, uh, assist in any way that I could, but I love to talk. I love to preach. I, I think it's a, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that God has given me of being able to stand behind a pulpit and just preach the gospel. That is just wonderful. So yeah, there's this uh, friend of mine, you know, he was a pastor of a church here and, you know, we talked once and, you know, we, we, um, we wanted to work together, but like I said, we disconnected for a while. And I recently found out that this person, and I'm not going to mention any names, and, and God bless them. This isn't an attack on them. It's more an attack on me. Let me be very clear about that. This is an attack on me. Me digging my grave, okay? Nothing to do with nobody. This is me. So this person does not want to, does not feel comfortable. I, I guess I don't want to say they don't want to work with me. They don't feel too comfortable working with me because quote unquote, they said, I am too Republican. And yes, for those that don't know, I am a conservative. I'm Republican. I've been this way since I was 18 when I was, you know, when I was able to, you know, register to vote. I, you know, nobody influenced me, no church, my parents, nothing, nobody. This was just me, you know, did my research way back then. And I said, you know what? I, I, I like this. I align myself with these views and uh, I'm Republican. So yeah. I am a Republican, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on, okay? So don't don't turn this off just because of that, please. In, in case you're not a Republican, don't turn it off. Please be patient. So yeah, this person does, does not want to work with me because they feel like I am too Republican. And to a certain extent, that is my fault. 
<laughs> that is my fault. I have dug my own grave. But the question that I ask, should anybody be, I hate using the word canceled because I'm not being canceled here, but for the lack of better words, or you know what, should anybody be excluded? Should someone not, you know, should we not associate with people simply because of their political view? Should we just like discontinue working with someone because of that? Is that, is that the right thing to do? Now, I understand how fragile the topic of politics is nowadays. It's, it's something very delicate and unfortunately has caused a huge divide, not just in the country. It's, it's caused a huge divide in the body of Christ. It really has. There are some you know, Christians who are Democrats and some Christians who are Republicans and you know, they don't seem, to see, don't seem to see eye to eye. And all of a sudden there's like, a, again, a, a very huge divide. Now, you would think that the divide would come over, um, you know, doctrinal issues or I'm sorry, doctrinal points or, you know, our, our view on Christ and salvation and or the gifts or something like that. But no, it seems to be that it's it's centered around politics. If you say you are a Republican, you know, some people might not want to associate with you. If you're a Democrat, some people might still want to be with you. Maybe. I don't know. Now, I'm not trying to blame people, but for some reason, it seems like Democrats are the ones who kind of don't want to work with people. If you're a Republican, like we have nothing to do with you. You're disgusting. How dare you get away from me? It seems that way. The reason why I say it seems that way is because sometimes the media, of course, whether it's right or left, they tend to push an idea and say, look, it's this is how the Democrats are. And then the Democrats are like, this is how the Republicans are. So it seems that way. And I know in my life, there's some people who've kind of have disconnected from me just because of, of the fact that I am a Republican. So I, I can see that. But to what extent, as as much as the media says, nah, I really don't think so. I don't think really it's it's like that. Um, but again, should we disconnect from people? Should we not associate ourselves with people who disagree with us, who have a different opinion? Should we do that? So what I plan to do today is talk about the times that I have dug my own grave and also perhaps bring some sort of biblical solution as to how we can handle as believers, how we can handle disagreement. We're going to look at some passages and hopefully I can offer some sort of help as to how we can we can do how we can work around disagreement what does the bible have to say about that that's what i plan to do so but first let me get into it let me talk about the few times that i have dug my own grave the first one um many years ago i left the the church organization that i grew up in i i left it for to to go attend an independent church now how was that me digging my own grave this is how to, to some people, when you leave an organization, it, they almost treat it as you have turned your back on Christ. They almost treat you like, yeah, like, like you've committed, you know, some, some type of heresy. You've turned your back on Christ. You neglect everything that is, that is Christ. And what happened to me is unfortunately when I left, there was a lot of people who I considered friends. They ended up talking bad about me. These were people who, like I said, I grew up with people who I considered to be great friends. It got to my ears. Some of the things that people were saying, and also some people who I worked shoulder to shoulder with, they no longer wanted to work with me in ministry. 
because I left the church, church organization. I never turned my back on Christ. I continue to love Christ. I continue to want to serve him at any capacity. I wanted to be faithful to him. So I did not neglect Christ whatsoever. Just left the church that I was a part of. And because of that, so many people talked bad about me. And man, did that hurt. That hurt so much. Now, why did I leave? I don't want to get into details because that's the past, but I left because I was I was hurt. Or the term that a lot of us Christians use is church hurt. I was very, very church hurt. So I left, you know, because I wanted to go and, and, and you know, just try something different and, and perhaps get to just be healed and be restored and all that good stuff. But when I left, I just felt like I got attacked even more. You know, I had an X on my on my back now. Um, there's some things that happen a little bit later on that still, to this day, there's some people who still kind of see me with the X on my back. And that's fine. I mean, it's, it is what it is. God bless them. But at that moment, it hurt so much. It hurt a lot. Just because I moved to a church that had nothing to do with the organization that I grew up in. It, it almost felt like church was a gang. <laughs> you know, you left the gang and all of a sudden now you're the enemy. When it's like, well, isn't the enemy like... You know, shouldn't it be the devil and you know his his you know his demons and all this, all that stuff? Isn't that our enemy? Like, why am I the enemy now? Why just I, I still love Jesus, I, I still worship him, I still read scripture, I still pray, I still try to fast, even though it's very hard, but I still try to do those things. So why why am I now the enemy? So that hurt. Imagine hearing things from the people who you consider friends, people that you grew up with were saying some very very bad things about you and not being able to retaliate. I think that's the worst thing sometimes when, when, when people talk bad about you, not being able to say anything because if you do, because, because you're, you're looked at as the enemy. Now, anything you say, you just, you're looking even worse. So you almost have to stay silent. And that is very, very, very difficult. But I had to learn that the, the, the hard way. I'm gonna give a couple examples. Okay. So aside from being talked about, there was one event that happened. Now, let me say this, okay? Let me clarify this. Um, I don't feel any, any, anything bad towards any of these people. I really don't. They're still my brothers. They're still my sisters, and I love them so much. Matter of fact, I've seen a lot of these people that have said bad things about me, um, even though it hurt at the moment. But you know what? I like. I have. I've asked Christ to really help me to love people regardless of, of the things that they have said. Now, have I always been faithful to that? No, because, because I'm human. It's difficult. It really is. But I've done my best to just say, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. God just can just help me to endure this and to love people. Um, here's one, one thing that happened. Okay, so. After I had left, you know, I'm still connected. I still hear about things, about services. And, uh, so there was like these couple of services lined up. And I went to go visit the church of um, that a friend of mine that I worked very close with in ministry. He he attended that church. So, you know, I went and to go support and, you know, see old friends and all that good stuff. So church was wonderful. The message was, was awesome. You know, altar call was great. The music was completely great. Church ends. And then I see my friend. Again, this is a person who I worked very closely with in ministry, very close with him. When he said jump, my chubby face said, how high? You know, I, I, I was, I did my best to really help him. So I see him and I'm, I'm standing in his view and I'm like, oh man, here comes my friend. I'm going to say hi to him. So again, I know he can see me because we're, we're almost like looking, looking eye to eye. I stretch my hand and I, and I want to shake his hand and he completely just walks by 
didn't even acknowledge me. Left me with my hand just out. And I remember I felt like, uh, I felt confused. I felt hurt, angry. Like I felt all these things. And I remember just staying stuck with my hand out like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right. And I'm not gonna lie, I got angry. I'm human. I got angry. I, I was hurt, like I said, and I was sad and, and shocked. Like, really? Like, I know you saw me. I'm a big dude. You saw me. Come on. And I was like, okay, so this is so this is how we're playing. I said, okay. I, I was very upset. I, and and if it wasn't for I'm thinking about something that happened that I think that's the reason why I, I didn't retaliate, but I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later on. But yeah, I, I didn't retaliate. I was just like, okay. And I remember part of me wanted to kind of next time I saw him, like, how dare you? I, I didn't think about that for a bit because again, I'm, I'm human. I was like, you know, deep down inside of me, I want to just confront him and be like, dude, how dare you? Who, who do you think you are, man? And just let him have it. And that's me keeping it nice. Okay. So we, I go to another church event that wasn't far. Cause like I said, there was a couple of services lined up. So I go and, and by this time I was already kind of like a little bit weary about going because I was like, man, people are talking. I know, you know, what if more people give me weird looks and don't want to shake my hand? I was like, oh, man, do I really want to deal with that? I was like, you know what? I'm going anyway. So, you know, I go and again, church is, is great. The message was great. And I remember altar call came and man, you can feel God moving like crazy. God was just, man, it was so tangible. I remember I, I couldn't resist. I go to the altar and I'm praying and all of a sudden I feel someone stand in front, in, in front of me and I, I opened my eyes a little bit and I saw who it was. And to my surprise, it was the same friend of mine who walked past me and didn't shake my hand. It was him. And he began to pray for me. I remember he, you know, he put his hand on me. He was praying. And he said, bro, regardless of where you go, regardless of what you do. And he prayed some other things. He's like, you're still my brother. And I love you. And he gave me a hug. And man, my face began to weep. Uh, I began to cry. And then, you know, it, it, everything was good. Everything was good. And then, so, you know, after the service ended, you know, we, we talked for a few. We didn't address what had happened, but, you know, I just, you know, God began to deal with me. And, and this is what God began to tell me. He was like, look, there's some battles that you just, you had just, you just have to leave them up to me. Like, let me handle them. Because if, if you, if you handle them, you're just going to make things worse because, because I'm human. I got angry and perhaps rightly so. Right. I could have gone and defended myself and said, how, you know, what's up with you, man? Like, you know, forget, forget the ministry, forget the Christianity. Let's talk man to man. What's going on? I, I could have, I could have gone down that route or I could have been nice about it and said, Hey bro, what's going on, man? Let's talk. And maybe made things even worse because like I said, whenever you're the one who, who has done the quote unquote harm, AKA me leaving uh, the organization, I'm the bad guy. And so when you retaliate, anything that you say can and will be held against you. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. So the fact that God did not allow me, God worked everything else so that I didn't have to say a single thing so that God, I mean, I don't know what God did in his heart. We have never talked about it, but maybe God did something in his heart to say, you know what? Like, hey, what are you doing? This, this, this is still my son. This is still your brother. Like, make things right. Maybe that's what God did because, you know, he came and he prayed for me and, and he said, hey, bro, regardless of where you go, regardless, you know, if anything that you do, you're still my brother. And, and you know, he told me he loved me, gave me a hug and, you know, it was all good. And so, so that taught me that in, in some, you know, situations, I, I, you know, when we might dig our grave and, and, and cause some problems, 
sometimes it's best to leave it up to God. And I've had to learn that and I've had to apply it in some situations now in my life that, you know, maybe I shouldn't get, you know, put my hand into this because I might mess it up. Let's leave it up to the big man upstairs. He can definitely handle that. Now, let me say this.